So today Solomon gets his just desserts in a way for abandoning God so dramatically. I mentioned yesterday that he really turned his back on God to worship just insanely unbelievable gods. He did that, I think, in some measure, and there's a reason why I think those types of gods were appealing, because by sacrificing a child or doing something dramatic, you had control over your life, or at least perceived control over your life, that God would love you because you had done these tremendous and dramatic things. But that's not the God we believe in. In fact, forgiveness of our sins is not really up to us at all. We have to repent, but it's God who does the work. And if there's a sacrifice to be made, it's not our sacrifice. It's the sacrifice of Jesus himself. That in spite of our sinfulness, he takes on the sinfulness that he did not commit in order that we might truly be forgiven. This is the beginning, really, of a very sad and difficult chapter in the history of Israel that we hear about today. The kingdom is split. The north is really going to struggle greatly. That's the ten kingdoms that get ripped away from Jerusalem and Judah for the sake of his servant David, which is going to be important, and I'll come back to that in a minute. But the tribes in the north were, quite frankly, tribes that... uh, fell prey to this worship of these gods. It wasn't just Solomon who fell prey to this. It was the people who lived in the northern kingdoms. The northern kingdom that was first to fall and the one that went away from God. The promise made was to the southern kingdom, really. The kingdom of the house of David. Now, why does that matter? Because that promise was never taken away. And we know that because it is from David that the Messiah comes, that Jesus comes. Now, what does this mean for us today? It means, quite dramatically, I think, that even when things don't go so well, fidelity wins. David was not perfect. In fact, he was pretty dramatically imperfect in many respects. He uh, committed adultery. Then when it was found out, rather than kind of taking accountability for his action, he takes one of his mighty men. He had 30 mighty men. These were like his uh, really important generals, his real field men that, that won the victory for him in so many battles but he leaves one of them. He turns his back on one of them, Uriah, whose wife was Bathsheba, with whom he committed adultery, and he tells everybody else the plan except Uriah so that Uriah will be killed. And this is so that the great sin of David might remain secret. But here's the thing about David. Unlike Solomon, who was warned that these behaviors were bad and he shouldn't do them and he should stop doing them and he should turn to the Lord, Solomon didn't do that. But David did. As awful as the things were that David did, David turned back to the Lord. And it is for that reason 
that God says to Solomon, it's for your father's fidelity that I'm going to hold off on completely doing uh, what will be the result of your actions. The consequences that you have received because you have turned away from me. Can you be faithful to God? We know that we can't be perfect because we know that we sin. But can we be faithful? What does it mean to be faithful? It doesn't mean that we have to be perfect and once we fail in some way, then it's all over for us. What it does mean is that we need to turn our hearts and our souls to God recognizing that even when we fail, even when we sin, even when we fall short, God longs to forgive us. Imagine how much different the world would be if we recognize that God could forgive whatever sins we commit. Imagine how different your life would be. Maybe it's been a while since you've come to God to say, I have sinned and I need your mercy and your forgiveness. Maybe there's a part of you that even wonders whether your sin can even be forgiven by God. We know that it can because the salvation and the gift and the the crucifixion of Jesus makes it real for us. When our lives are broken, let us remember that in all things, God longs to help us to be whole, to be forgiven, to be healed. Let us ask the Lord today that he might remind us of this by healing our brokenness and forgiving our sins.